Hey, it's Coach Kate here, registered dietitian and owner of RD Kate Sports Nutrition. As a member of the LCC Stars Athletic Department, I teach our athletes what to eat and when to eat it on training days, competition days, and throughout the year. For over a decade, I've been helping athletes of all sports and levels meet their goals. RD Kate Sports Nutrition offers individual consulting, team services, on demand courses, and downloadable handouts. For more information, visit rdkate.com. Welcome back to Coach Cuts Corner. Today in the studio, I have Coach Modaf and Joe McDonald. Coach Modaf is our recruiting coordinator and hops on here fairly often with me. Joe owns the Capital City Kingdom in Lansing, and it's a baseball and softball training facility that has a lot of really good people working there, along with a ton of technology like Rapsodo, hit tracks, 10 tunnels, full infield and workout area. I first met Joe a few years ago when I arrived to Lansing and we were looking for a place we could practice in the winter months. I was told about this great indoor facility just minutes from campus and how incredible of a person Joe was. Today you will hear our full interview as we dive deep with Joe McDonald as life is just too short for small talk. Here we go. Hello friends and welcome to Coach Cuts Corner. Streaming bright from Michigan's capital city, this podcast is dedicated to helping you better understand the who, the what, and the why of mental performance, personal growth, and Lansing Stars baseball. Coach Cuts Corner, brought to you by iWash. In collaboration with Lansing Community College. And now here's your host, Stephen Cutter. The pride of H.H. Dow High School and Western Michigan baseball alum who once led his team in sacrifice hits, Joe McDonald. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, Coach. Absolutely. Coach Mo, you doing well? Doing great. Thanks for asking. So I, I brought up the high school stuff a little bit. Does that take you back at all? Long ways. Yeah. I'm getting old now. What, uh, what, what's, you know, you were honorable mention all state. I think you hit or a little over north of 500 your senior year, so you could rake a little bit. Every once in a while, I get lucky. Okay. Um, what what stands out about your uh, high school days? Um, honestly, what stands out the most to me about the high school days are, I mean, the baseball is always fun. Live for mm-hmm. that. But the relationships, the coaches, the the mentors that I had growing up, time I spent working in facilities, and I liked the work part. So all that stuff to me kind of built a solid ethic for for moving forward into college and. Did you have good high school teams? We were okay. Okay. Who was we, the, who we, who was we the best? We were better when I was younger than who I Who was the best team in that area at that um, time? Bay City Western always had a really good team. And uh, they, they had quite the coach over there too, right? And he's still there. Yeah. 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 He's been there a long time now. And um, any relation? Nope. It's okay. called different. Doesn't count. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then you had, uh, you probably, you played with your brother as well? Not in high school. Okay. He was four years younger than exactly me. four. Okay. So I never got to play with him until we got to Western. And then uh, you transitioned to Western Michigan University. And what was you played four years there? What was what was your experience like there? What stands out? I loved Western. I loved the school going through the recruiting process, being that close to Central and Mount Pleasant. Okay. Growing up, that kind of was like mm-hmm. my dream school. Started going on recruiting visits and trips and uh, went down to Kalamazoo and just kind of fell in love with the with the school, the facilities. Met a couple of lifelong friends right away on my recruiting trip. I really, really enjoyed 
enjoyed Kalamazoo in the time there. So CMU was kind of the the spot that you were thinking you wanted to go, though. Growing up. Okay. Yeah, growing up. And then just as plans change, you know, I, I went on a couple other visits and, and just decided that Western was a spot I wanted to be at. So you were an outfielder in college. Were you an outfielder in high school? I was an infielder in high school. Okay. And actually my freshman year at Western, I went in as an infielder and we were pretty loaded up. So the quickest way for me to get on the field mm-hmm. was going to probably be to jump positions. And when, you know, I had a pretty good fall, my sophomore fall, the coaches asked if I'd be interested in, you know, trying to get in the lineup sooner. And as a player, I just wanted to play. Of course. Yes. So, yeah. so it made it a real easy transition for me. Mm-hmm. It was probably a circus watching it at first, but <laughs> <laughs> figured it out fairly, fairly quickly. And were your teams pretty competitive at your time as a Bronco? Yeah, especially the first couple years, even into my junior year. Who was the coach at that point? I went in with Fred Decker, okay, um, yeah. who's now in the Hall of Fame. He got elected in the Hall of Fame down here at Lugnuts this past summer. Mm-hmm. After my freshman year, he, I think that was his... 30th year as the head guy and maybe like 38 or 39 years total in the program after my freshman year unfortunately he retired um and then we had randy ford who okay. was a western alumni yeah he's um, a yeah he's a coach for kellogg yeah, kellogg, yeah, yeah. the yep. bruins yep mm-hmm. yeah he came in after my freshman year okay all right good stuff um men's league mvp um, from what I'm hearing, um, you, so you play in the men's league. I just had uh, Woody on. We talked a lot about uh, different things, but the men's league certainly did come up. And sure. you're pretty active in that league and uh, somewhat legendary from some of, <laughs> some of the people I've talked to about you. So do you still find the game is still the same, even though you're a little bit more sore the next day? <laughs> a lot more sore the next day. <laughs> yeah, it's still the same. Um, it's still getting out there with some of your buddies and just playing ball and having fun. Obviously now it's a little less demanding, stressful. And when you want to pull up for a double, you mm-hmm. pull up for a double. So that changes yeah, things a little bit. Um, but now I just getting out and playing the game still and um, doing what I do with the baseball kingdom. It's kind of my time to just go out and play and not mm-hmm. worry about running the, running the program, running a team. Um, it's just being a kid and playing for a couple hours with your friends again. Yeah. So, uh, obviously our home field is Kircher municipal field and, and that's where you play your men's league games. Can you kind of talk on that field a little bit and how it's, uh, it's been around a long time and how long have you been playing on that field? Oh, probably for the past 10 years. Yeah. I know even when I was playing summer ball down in Kalamazoo, uh, my freshman year, we would come up and play. Oh, really? Um, they would host tournaments and stuff there. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's been a long time. The last 10 years or so, I've been on it more for like men's league and stuff here. And um, it's it's made drastic improvements since, uh, since you guys have moved out there and started yeah. getting some of the things done that kind of needed to be done and um, the upkeep and maintenance throughout the year. And honestly, having more games played on it, it's kind of like a car it needs to be mm-hmm. driven it needs to be yeah. taken care of and and uh, i've seen vast improvements over the last few years on it yeah it's it's a beautiful home for the stars and it also takes a lot of work and mm-hmm. just yesterday i was you know we're in uh, the cold months now and i was mowing the the in the outfield you know and we're putting dirt on the infield and bringing you know the baselines up and doing all that stuff right now so it's about the only time you, you, of the year that you can do it that it's not being used. So it's constant work in progress. But through all that, a lot of people get to enjoy it and, yep. you know, use it. And definitely 
I know like guys in the men's league extremely appreciate, you know, the work that's went in there. So it's pretty cool. Owner of Capital City Kingdom, where did that vision come from? Well, kind of a kind of a winding road. I grew up obviously playing in and out of facilities. When I was a kid, the facility thing was just kind of starting. And I remember a close friend of mine, his uncle actually started one in Midland, a small one you know, facility with just a couple cages in a throwing okay. lane. What was it called? Um, Mid Michigan School of Baseball. Okay. And I remember uh, the first time I walked in there, you know, I thought I had died and gone to heaven. Mm-hmm. Coolest mm-hmm. thing of all time, you can play baseball year round. So I was in and out of facilities a lot growing up, preparing for college. And then once I got through school, um, started helping out with a facility down in Kalamazoo for a few years. Actually built a pretty solid client base from the Lansing area that would travel down to Kalamazoo. So obviously once I got to the point where, you know, it was either find a real job or do something Mm -hmm. on your own, I knew that this area was kind of in need of something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So after a lot of hours searching and looking and business planning and prepping, found a facility that I thought would work and here we are today. Nice, nice. How much has the family changed your perspective on everything? A lot. I mean, just based on when I first started... I was in there for, gosh, I don't know, 60, 70, 80 hours a week sometimes. Um, (laughs) Now with three little ones, I have to find time to get out. I have Mm -hmm. to separate myself from it a little bit. And uh, it was hard at first with the first little one or two, but uh, now I just know that it's a it's a necessary evil of the business and I, and I, and I got to spend time and be home with them too. So, and you, you've had more people in there working now, Mm -hmm. you know, more at least than I've seen in the last couple of years. So obviously that helps with the whole aspect of being able to get out and you're really only as good as the people that you have around you, Correct. you know? And so you want to talk about that a little bit because I know you've got a lot more technology now and lessons and trying to do, you know, go into some different avenues you also have i've seen football stuff in there with is that the former (laughs) spartan quarterback that's running that it is okay ryan van dyke um (laughs) he started a few years ago doing some quarterback training and stuff in there and now we've even branched out um with some of our turf stuff for off times in lacrosse okay and um seven on seven trainings and stuff like that so it's really kind of grown in spots where I never thought when I started the business that it would, but the whole scheme of sports in general at the youth ages has changed a lot since even I started billion dollar business. So yeah. yeah. And every sport now is, you know, trying to work out, train year round and you know, the facilities and, and places to be able to do that are kind of limited in the mid Michigan area. Mm -hmm. It is pretty limited. Mm -hmm. You know, the next thing would be, somebody to do a dome again Correct. you know i mean that's that's really the probably the next thing in this area being that it's centralized mm-hmm. so yeah very very interesting now like i said you've got some new instructors and mm-hmm. it seems like you somewhat have a pipeline into to michigan state which i know there's a lot of confusion when you walk up to your front desk because you've got an oar from western <laughs> michigan for row the boat and then there's a michigan <laughs> state football helmet and there's just there's a weird thing going on in there but um you know is is that been a pretty good relationship it has been and uh yeah with the with the michigan state mm-hmm. and western mm-hmm. and we don't discriminate okay. i've uh <laughs> I've, I've had several teams go through the program, our Kings program now. Um, we've had several kids that we've sent to Western Michigan, mm-hmm. yeah. Central Michigan, Michigan State. So 
a couple of the guys that I used to have played for me on our Kings travel team that grew up with me, um, went and played at Michigan State and being that it's local, um, have connections and ties to the program. So it's made it a really easy transition to get some of those guys over there, help them out while they're going through school, let them make a little bit of money on the side yeah, while they're still playing. That's, that's awesome. Speaking of transitions, you, you know, are you kind of on the board now that Central is just a better baseball program than Western at this point. <laughs> In the recent years, it yeah. has been. No. Um, I'm, and, I'm just and, kidding. And, and, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's cyclical, you mm-hmm. know, in all Very sports. Very much so. And there's a lot of coaching changes and stuff all the time, so that always affects things. And yeah. um, a program that's good today in 10 years may be on a different path mm-hmm. or, or right. vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's most of it's based on leadership. Mm-hmm. Stars baseball. I want to talk on that a little bit. The last few years have been a little crazy for for me when I when I think about Stars baseball and just from my viewpoint, looking back, um, it's it's been definitely nuts. Love seeing you at some of our home games. Yeah. You know, following along when when we get back, you're commenting on how this person did, or you know, wondering why this person played so bad <laughs> or whatever. Um, What's what's it look like from your perspective when I say it's been wild the last couple of years? What's it look like from yours? Because you see you see our team in the cold months. You, you see them in the warmer months, too, as at least the position players are in there quite a bit. Um, you've known a lot of the guys for, you know, at least a couple yeah. of years, some of them for a little more than that. What, what's it look like from your vantage point? First of all, with that stuff, it's really cool to be able to get to know some of these guys from kind of all over the state. Some yeah. of the kids that, you know, I coached against in the summer with our teams and um, to see them and then meet them. And, you know, more than just a player, be uh, the young adult that they are and mm-hmm. and even watch them develop and stuff kind of uh, once they get into this program as opposed to like a high school program. And it's, it's really interesting entertaining to watch them kind of navigate through their first year or two of college and uh, develop as a player and a person really Mm -hmm. so it's fun it's fun to say the least to watch some of these kids you know grow up and Mm -hmm. keep playing baseball after high school coach mo what was your uh, first impression when you saw the kingdom for the first time I think it was... Uh, was I with you at that point? Did we go over there or was no, it... No, I think it was honestly like the first rainy day we had. Okay. When I stopped over there for the first time and it was uh, it was great because, you know, coming from, um, you know, a, a junior college that did the typical gym floor workouts. Right. The single cage that mm-hmm. comes down from the ceiling. And then, yep. and then mm-hmm. coming from another school that had a, a really nice indoor training facility, but only had two cages that we could really use. It's like, wow, this has already had knowing mm-hmm. the resources that the kingdom offered and just kind of our vision. I was like, yeah, they were going to get a lot out of it. So it's, it's kind of a, a perfect, I guess, unison yeah. of what they offer and, and I guess what, what we're provided with. Yeah. I truly believe that the kingdom is part of the reason why we've had so huge, much success, you know, just because of the size of it and the, the things that we can use on a daily basis helps us get better. And if we didn't have something like that and we were stuck to one cage, it's not that we couldn't still be semi-efficient. We're just going to miss some stuff. And so really having it is, is an absolute blessing. I remember the first time I walked in there to meet Joe, he told me that he had just a little bit of time in between lessons or something yeah, yeah, yeah. and I walked in there and if you can imagine if you haven't seen it it's, it's green walls everywhere and I was just <laughs> like we got to get these painted royal blue I mean this <laughs> got to change a little bit but no yeah. I th- I, something that comes up pretty consistently on visits is uh 
parents asking, you know, what what do you guys do on days where it rains? You know, mm-hmm. what do you guys do anything it's instead of practice? The or, same thing that we do said, when it's no, sunny said, out. We've, yeah. we've been here three years now and we've never missed a practice. And mm-hmm. it's because of the kingdom and, and all the amenities they're able to offer us whenever we need it. So you have a travel team that yep. are travel teams that play out of there. Is it just baseball? We, we run out of the kingdom. Our Kings teams are just baseball. How, how come you didn't dive into the softball? World? Um, we do have several softball programs in the area. That practice. That, that practice, practice in there. The facility, yeah. yeah. Um, train throughout the winter and, and, and crummy months. It's just one of those things where we've kind of done well with the model that we've been at with our travel teams. And to me, coming from a couple other facilities and having had worked at them, it wasn't about like putting together the most teams possible. It was about the quality of kid, the quality of experience, um, and putting together enough so we could get our name and our brand and, and the facilities name out there, but not just doing teams to do teams and not getting yeah. everybody the same opportunities as the next team. Are your teams, do you feel like they're pretty competitive? We've been pretty competitive. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, we'll do a lot of the college showcase tournaments and stuff throughout the state and we've had pretty good success in a lot of them. Um, to me, it's not necessarily for the summer ball stuff, how many tournament games or how many tournaments we win throughout mm-hmm. the summer. If we do well and we're developing players and we've got everybody on board, we'll win our games, we'll, we'll be successful in the tournaments. But to me, it's preparing kids for the next level or for the opportunity to play after high school. Um, that's, that was always kind of my grand scheme of yeah. mm-hmm. you know the whole facility and running the travel teams and stuff like that. Hopefully they're to the point when they get through high school that they can get a look from the stars, you know? (laughs) Now, it's kind of been said that parents are a little more excited when it comes to travel ball and even high school sports than Mm -hmm. what we necessarily see at the at the collegiate level. And when I when I say excited, I'm not talking about energy. I'm talking about the maybe some more of the vocal negative stuff that comes out of, you know, parents where they just get a little delusional with what's happening either in the game or with their child and just in general. And and that's fairly normal. But have you had to kind of work through some of that? Um, yeah, more so, I guess, when we first started our program. Now, I think our expectations are kind of out there. We try and keep and work with a certain caliber of, of, of person, family. Do you have rules um, that people need to abide by and yeah, sign and yeah, things when we like first, when we first start every year, like we'll go through all of that stuff with all of the kids and all of the families. And yeah. It, and I think as we've kind of established ourselves as a program, as an organization, I've dealt with less and less issues. Yeah. Do you have parent um, coaches? No, that's one thing that we've never done. And not that a parent couldn't coach and do sure. a good job with sure. it. I've um, done I've done it a couple times. Right. But yeah. That's yep. just kind of one of those things where I feel like if these mm-hmm. parents are paying as much as travel sports cost now, mm-hmm. that we should be able to provide a player at the Division One college mm-hmm. level or other assets that maybe you know. Just a just a different viewpoint. Yeah, that's, different viewpoint that's and somewhat more neutral. And I know as a, as a parent myself. If I tell my kids to do something, mm-hmm. they're going to look at me like, stop it, dad. <laughs> yeah. And if somebody yeah. else says the same thing to them, they're going to listen. So um, it just kind of alleviates some of that, too. Okay. So with the, the added additions to the family and the growing business and things like that, do you still get to get out in the woods and hunt? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, well, as much as I can. So is that like a once a week kind of thing <laughs> every day? I mean, uh, it's a the... couple. I got a good wife. It's a couple times a week. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty solid. That's yeah. pretty solid. Any luck this year? 
I got one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Another quick question is you, I see you in the kingdom a fair amount and you're busy do, typically doing lessons. And I think you see kids from all different aspects, age levels, talent levels, you know, care levels even. You sure, yeah. And what's, uh, is there any advice that you kind of have on repeat for athletes when you see them? Something that, you know, you're consistently telling everybody all the time. It really depends on the age. Mm-hmm. You know, with the younger guys, a lot of times it's reining them in to keep them focused. Different <laughs> kids. A lot of the older kids will have different things that we need to work on um, per that specific player. But I am not real big into the idea of cookie cutting everybody yeah. to do the same thing or their body has to work what the do same you, way. What do you do when somebody says, I want, you know, Coach Joe, I want to play college baseball and they're a freshman in high school and they're not very good. What, what do you, where do you start at that point? Well, you have to have the conversation with mm-hmm. them. Okay. Like this is where we need to be, mm-hmm. to be able to have an idea. Cause uh, there's still some time at that there's point. Still time. Yeah. There's still time. And really at the eighth grade freshman year, that's when you a lot of times have to have the conversation about like, you got to get your academics in line, yeah. but your baseball's handcuffed a little bit. Obviously you guys know with like the scholarship mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's always got to be number one before you even start talking about like the physical attributes of being able to play college baseball. Yeah. Um, but I am very honest with kids when they ask and they tell me, Hey, this is my end goal. Okay. This is what we've got to get better at to get you to that level. If you think that that's really what you want to do. And it's one thing to talk about getting better at those things. It's one thing to talk about. I want to play college baseball, but Mm -hmm. you've got four years of work ahead of you now. And if you really want to achieve what you think you want to achieve, it's going to be good days and bad days. It's going to be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to feel like you're out of time a lot of times, but it's what it's going to take if yeah. this is where we're at right now. Yeah. yeah. Just listening to you. That's why the kingdom's been so successful is just that perspective. Sure. You know, I want to touch on Clyde Weir a little bit. You know, I bring that name up. We lost Clyde um, not too long ago. He was a well-respected scout for the Detroit Tigers for 35 plus years. And I'd see him at our ballpark quite a bit, usually in the fall. And then I saw him a lot in the spring too, all bundled up, but he always had a smile on his face. I'd see him in the kingdom. I I remember last winter he was in a few different times. And so I I know that you knew him to some degree as well and um, definitely was sad to see that we lost him. Yeah. Yeah. He was a great guy. Um, I've known Clyde probably since I was in high school. Really? Yep. Um, he would show up at games and kind of wait around and talk to you. He just like watching kids play ball. Mm-hmm. I remember the first couple of times I had talked to Clyde. Uh, he was the kind of guy that made me feel like I was going to get drafted one, one overall, <laughs> yep. you know, and, mm-hmm. um, he always was happy smile on his face, just happy to be at the ballpark, watching different kids play. Mm-hmm. As I started this and started running our travel teams in the facility, he was local here. So he'd stop by from time to time. Um, he'd catch me in between games at a summer game and we'd talk for an hour and a half till we had to get started on another game or something. But, uh, yeah, that was a tough one. Uh, when we lost Clyde. Yeah, for sure. I, the stars are going to try to do something in the spring for him. I'm not sure what that something is yet, but, uh, he had was wanting to partner with me on the high school all-star game, bringing that back for the baseball and, and we'll, we'll definitely do something for him. Um, appreciate you guys being on until next time. Thank you to all of our listeners and knuckles to coach Mo and Joe for joining me today in the WLNZ studios. Stay humble, stay hungry, go stop. 
Coach Cuts Corner is recorded live in the WLNZ studios. Engineering and production assistance are provided by Dedalian Lowry. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it and follow us on all the platforms of social media. You can find more about our program at lccstars.com. And donations to our baseball program can be made at the same site. See you next time. Push.